starting to show my own spin on these classic songs I'm, I'm gonna i don't think i'm ever gonna get tired of it honestly but welcome to episode 14 of the bleezy show uh thank you guys for tuning in on this day thank you for listening to me and all my nonsense and shenanigans and issues i like to bring up you guys are really appreciated so speak about meeting our parents expectations so I'm a strong believer in making your parents extremely proud. I believe that you should do what's right, and you should also try to make the best of your life. I don't know how, when, or where it got started, but the idea of trying to follow your parents' footsteps word for word and do the things they want you to do can have long-term detrimental effects on the way we live, right? I know just for instance, with a lot of Asian and Indian culture, uh, 90, 95% of children are encouraged to go towards the medical field or something in that, you know, genre. And that means all the parents do is prepare them mostly to be nurses and doctors or pharmacists and make sure that they have a financial stable career, which I believe is a blessing. I'm not trying to poo-poo on it because every parent should want that. Um, Parents are our first role models, right? We follow everything they say, they do. We try to emulate them, personify ourselves through them, as them, and then embody everything that they represent and try to take it to the next level for our generation. Even though I do agree that our parents are the people that we should least want to disappoint, we also have to be realistic and remember this is our life and we have to do the things that we want that's going to make us happy. And I say that because... I see, like I was saying, in Asian and Indian culture, especially, uh, kids are going, even though they're financially stable and stuff, the mental side of it is, you know, a lot of people are unhappy or depressed or just not satisfied with their career path or what they've chosen because they feel like they really didn't have a say. And when I speak to most, you know, Asian friends and everything like that, you know, nine out of 10 times when they tell me the reason they chose their field is because Oh, my parents, you know, push me in this direction, which is good. Like I say, it's not a bad thing, but kind of gets rid of like, you know, freedom of choice or free will in a sense, because you didn't really like choose. You were like pushed in that way. So for me, you know, I don't think that's a sufficient enough answer now that we're in our late 20s, early 30s. Right. Um, also, I know in the Jewish culture, you know, a lot of their kids when they grow up and stuff accountants, lawyers, same ordeal. Like what made you want to be an accountant or a lawyer? Was it a passion you had? Was you infatuated with something as a kid that made you want to do it? Or is it just, you want to just fall in the family line and make sure that you don't stray away. So you're not, you know, alienated or excommunicated, you know? So, you know, I, I don't think there's a reason why everyone in your culture needs to just go to one thing. I say that because, you know, even though these communities are mostly for the most part, financially stable. I also believe with that, it comes consequences. Personally, I think the lack of having people in different fields, you know, only harms your tribe. Like for instance, if everyone, you know, knows how to do a heart transplant, yeah, that's great. But how many people 
really need a heart transplant on a daily basis versus if everyone knows how to like uh change a tire or like grow vegetables or something like that you know isn't that more you know important than everyone knowing how to do a heart transplant and i think this is why black people we've been so resilient for like decades because we start from the bottom like every generation i feel like resets at the bottom and then we have to learn how to do different things in odd jobs which makes us more jack of all trades you know we go through a lot of bullshit but i feel like we also have to kick a lot of doors down and once we kick these doors down it's not only enough for us to kick them down we have to make sure they stay down so that way when the next person comes in you know they're not going through the same bullshit that we had to go to uh and also for me the biggest part of being a human being is finding yourself and walking your own path and walking your own shoes you only get one life and you can't live your life to through anyone else's lens so now that I'm circling back to black culture you know a lot of our parents do want us to be doctors and lawyers and anything successful that's not going to put us behind bars or 6 feet under as long as it's legal good uncle sam tax money our parents want us to thrive in any field possible and i think the biggest difference between with black culture is a lot of us kind of go against what our parents say not in a bad way but i say that respect you know my generation our parents are like in their 50s 60s 70s they had significantly different upbringings than we did like for instance when my mom was born you know black people weren't allowed to vote especially black women uh they weren't allowed to have their own bank account and parts of the south were still segregated right so for my mom and her generation life as a black woman was very different because the choices and opportunities were very limited you know unless you were incredibly skilled or you came from like a wealthy background so it was a dream for her to make sure her kids probably become lawyers or doctors just because she didn't have the opportunity and my mom really wanted me to be a doctor so bad and i feel like sometimes i did break her heart cuz i told her you know i'm not going back to school for that because it wasn't you know what i was wanted to do and i wasn't feeling it i lost interest i lost love for it and i felt like i needed to change the trajectory of my life and what i actually wanted to do with it didn't know what i wanted to do with it but now i'm trying to find my way and i i still wanted to help people i still wanted to find ways to influence younger people uh just to be encouraged to do the right thing to look out for one another and if i would have finished my program at school right now i'll probably be a guidance counselor or therapist or at best a psychologist but in the midst of studying and realizing all that bullshit i had to go through like the rest of us had to go through when we go to college you know you don't, i just felt empty i didn't feel like i was really passionate about it and i only felt like i was going if i were to make it i would only help like a a handful of people i wasn't going to you know really stretch myself out in my abilities and i don't think creators honestly get a lot of credit that they deserve i don't think people who step outside the box and don't follow the standard career paths should get more recognition and credit uh when they do end up on the other side of the rainbow with that pot of gold in their hands so for this week uh with my pod i got my first sponsor right i've been doing this pod for like 2 months now and even though it's not much it is a start you know hopefully this is one of many to come 
and I could grow this platform to something beyond the Bleezy Show. Like I was talking to my friend on the phone earlier. I told her like, hey, you know, this could lead to opportunities that I probably didn't even know were there for me, right? I could probably be a talk show host or I could probably be on a news station or something. So, you know, but yeah, I'm a podcaster today, but tomorrow, you know, you might see me doing something else. So this is why I think stepping out of the norm and going against what our parents, you know, want us to do sometimes is important because if we stay on that track, you know, this side of me, I don't think I would have ever discovered or explored it. So I say that because, you know, who's to say Blair, the podcaster, couldn't or can't do more good than Blair, the doctor, right? So I'll say that again. If, if Blair is a podcaster, who's to say I can't do more good in the world than Blair, the doctor? And when people go to their therapist, there's usually a problem in their life that they want to be resolved. There's usually something tragic or damn near catastrophic uh, that has happened that, you know, they're just trying to get over and overcome. You know, they're trying to get by it, pass it, and they probably just need to be talked and walk down, walk down with somebody through it. I also wanted to help people through their problems, but once a person is damaged and broken, you know, you just can't put the pieces back together and say they're repaired. It's not like going to the, it's like going to the nurse, nurse's office when you scraped your knee as a kid. She puts a little peroxide on it, wrapping in gauze, put a bandaid on it. Yeah, you could go back to class, but when you have a, like a, you just can't do it with that. You have to make sure you get extensive mental health care. You also have to make sure that people around you care about your mental health are aware of the state that you're in and uh like i said in previous pods uh, i think we're in a culture that over diagnoses people like i don't like the fact that black men are encouraged to go to therapy all the time for me it's like all right well maybe black men didn't need therapy if society knew how to treat us right with respect and dignity we wouldn't need therapy in the first place so that's what I really want to get to the root of because I don't like pushing therapy on people because I feel like it's very dismissive and, and it kind of, you know, hides the actual problem of why they're going to therapy. You know, what was causing all you black men to go to therapy? I think that's what I'm really trying to get to the root of. And I'm not saying sometimes the best therapy is sitting back, listening and understanding why you're going through your situation and what you could do to resolve it. And maybe it was a decision you made. Maybe it's a decision someone else made. Maybe it was something you were forced against your will. I, I don't know. You know, if people go to therapy for different reasons, but I just don't like the whole agenda of, you know, black men. You're traumatized. You need help. Go see a therapist. Like I don't think that's fair, because I, I don't think we're being really listened to or heard on the problems that we face day to day. So to go back to the topic of meeting and going against your parents' ex- expectations. I don't think it only applies to your career, but also like your interpersonal relationships. So I know a lot of us still follow the old school mantra of dating, you know, within our race or culture, if, you know, possible. Uh, One of my friends was actually telling me the other day that because, you know, she's single, she doesn't have any kids, you know, she's starting to get older, you know, her parents are actually like looking for a husband for her. You know, I'm talking about, like, they're trying to set up dating profiles in her name. Uh, they're asking her, like, her number and then giving it to people and then asking her, oh, you know this guy? And putting him on the... It's, like, weird shit, right? And 
you know, she tells me all the time, she's like, I don't want to be anyone's, like, wife right now. Like, I'm not looking for that. I just want to be, you know, alone right now. And I don't know, for me, something doesn't sit right with the fact that, you know, her parents aren't really listening to, like, what she wants. You know, and because I'm not part of the Indian culture, I don't want to come off disrespectful or ignorant because I'm not fully educated on the history of it. So I don't want to misspeak or speak out of turn when I make comments, but I think it's inappropriate for the parents to force or to put a time limit on when, you know, their child should be or get married. Because it was, who's to say, like, they do hook up with a guy, right? And he's not going to be an asshole or, or a dickhead, right? He could like, mistreat her, not respect her, not show her any dignity. You know, who's to say he's going to do everything in his power to be a good husband and make sure he elevates not only himself and herself, but the marriage. Because she's one of my friends, and I feel bad that her parents don't really fully understand everything she's going through in her life. And if they did, they would take more time to incorporate her feelings and her input into, like, the whole situation. You know, because I don't think she said, I, I don't want to get married at all. She's just saying, this is not the time of my life. I'm looking for that. And just also, like, my best friend, AK, you know, I always talk about AK on here. I know his mom also wants him to get married soon to where, you know, they're looking at girls from India for him, right? And anything, I, I think his parents were, you know, if they really sat down with him and talked to him about the matter, they would see, like, all right, AK is not in the mindset of getting married right now. Like, that's not his priority, you know? And I think most of the parents, when we become real adults uh, i think they're very disengaged with who we are and how fast we're really evolving in this modern society like things are changing every day so what was cool and acceptable to them 30 40 years ago isn't necessarily the norm now and i feel bad because these two friends of mine very hardworking people bust their ass make sure that their parents are proud of them but making their parents proud shouldn't come at the expense of their mental health. And it shouldn't come at the expense of them, you know, giving up a little of what their dreams, you know, like always having the pressure of trying to satisfy their parents. And the older I become, the more I value like happiness. Uh, you know, I'm becoming a more of a Buddha, I would say, you know, cause a lot of the materialistic things in life that I realize aren't helping me. I just want, you know, out of my life because it doesn't provide anything. And if I were to get married right now and have kids, you know, who's to say I would be happy, right? Like just because I have a wife and kids, who's to say I would wouldn't feel like depressed on the inside, right? Who is to say even though on the outside, yeah, it looks fulfilled, I could feel really, really different on the inside. Um, and the reason I like doing this pod is because it gives me peace, right? It gives me a space a platform where I could freely express myself and I don't have to worry about the consequences of being ridiculed, ridiculed by the universe. And uh, like I was saying, I don't think Blair, the therapist, would be able just to say and do what he wants because there will probably be consequences for his actions, right? So I don't, I don't take this pod for granted. Uh, it's given me an outlet to explore people, ideas, conversations, that I could take to a higher uh, level and everything. Um, so, like I said, with the whole 
uh, meeting parent like the parents' expectations. Um, you should try to make your parents proud. You should try to make sure that you know you're carrying their name and their legacy to your fullest potential. But I do feel like there's a clash or like a huge misunderstanding, especially with my generation and our parents, because um, their reality isn't our reality. They don't know, you know, the things we grew up seeing as kids is not the things they grew up seeing as kids. We're, we're starting to realize that, you know, the the norm isn't the norm anymore. You know, like, yeah, traditionally, you know, you would obviously want to get a six-figure paying job, and then you would want to, you know, get married, have kids. But some people don't want to live that life. Some people just want to explore, travel as much as they can, uh, try different experiences. Because having a spouse is a responsibility. It's a huge responsibility. People don't realize, like, when you're with another human being, you are investing your life in that person. You just can't just live your life how you want. You got to make sure that that other person is part of your goals in your life. And then once you guys have children, I'm not going to say you don't have a life at all after that, but your children are your life. Your children uh, take up most of your time. So you want to make sure that the person you invest all that energy and love and time in is someone that, you know, is reciprocating that shit to you. So if you're listening out there, my advice to you is, uh, love your parents, listen to them. But at the end of the day, it's your life, live it. Uh, the choices you make will affect the course of the rest of your life. You know, so at the end of the day, like I say, it's your life, you have to live it. Uh, you should always strive to do the right thing. Uh, always make sure that you're educating not only yourself, but others on how to do the right thing. Um, but trial and error is a part of human life. Like if you're not failing, I don't think you could possibly succeed. Uh, so with that golden nugget I gave you guys, just make sure you take time out to really reflect every day. And if you're not doing something with a purpose or meaning, then reevaluate it, rethink it. You know, just don't do it because your parents said you should do it. You should do it because, you know, you said you should do it. You know, you got to really invest in yourself, okay? So with that, I'll start to wrap up the pod. Of course, you know I got a poem for you. You know I got a poem for you. So let me pull that in. All right, here we go, y'all. I never listen. No wonder why I'm in this position. High on life, all I'm pissing on these pigeons. It's tricky. A lot of people out here try to dig me. But don't forget, I'll be the first one to split. No regrets. At my behest, I was left. With no choice. Many people try to silence my voice. They won't mute me. My life is too kooky, crazy. I used to have dreads as a baby. But maybe one day I'll grow it back. If not, I rock the baldy on my way to all these. Falsely accused, but mostly amused. How do you wear a mask and you call me a coon? You fool. Go back to your corner like a staple. I love you and I hate you. The ups and downs of life. Like an elevator, I'm boxed in trying to elevate myself. But the way I live, you would think I hate myself. If I was a woman, would I even date myself? On a scale of 10, where do I even rate myself? Honestly, I don't think there's a number big enough. Tired of these guys around me trying to act big and tough. Why are you in a rush to die, bro? Just live it up. 
in this life we get, man, I won't give it up. I'm sick of all of us pretending. My heart and brain won't be apprehended by the culture that make changes more than amendments. This is God's earth. We just tenants. This is the devil playground. We all niggas. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, I got to start writing my poems like weeks in the head. I can't be writing it the day of because I feel like I always feel rushed to do it. But man, do I love poetry. But if y'all didn't know, uh, this is the last we'll be recording at the age of 29. My birthday is on Friday. I will be the big Tress Zetto. Uh, man, it's going to be a good, good good week man i don't know what it is but always around my birthday time it's good stuff always happens like the week of my birthday so i'm super excited just to turn 30 and just to grow and just to you know just try new things and just learn about life so man i wonder what this next chapter has for me honestly because uh these last few chapters uh i ain't gonna lie haven't been the best they haven't been what I, I had planned in the script, but, you know, I, I'm always hopeful. I'm always positive. I'm always thinking uh, things will hop in my favor, only if I bust my ass and try to. So with that, thank you guys for listening to The Bleezy Show. Your time is very much appreciated. I do want more people to uh, just participate in the ideas that I bring to the show and the concepts I speak about. So if you don't know, hit me up at Bo Limerence on Instagram. That's B-E-A-U-L-I-M, sorry, E-R-E-N-C-E. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and have a great day.